Welcome to Rethinking Leadership, where we're serving fresh ideas over coffee, because nothing happens before coffee. I'm Jackie Lesser. And I'm Dee Yarrison. Grab your favorite mug and let us fill you up. Hello, Jackie. Good morning, Dee. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good. Me not only do I have Not only do I have coffee, I have celery juice. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That's probably my least favorite. Is it just straight up celery? It's straight up, else straight up oh, celery. No, no can do. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't don't yuck my yum. And it's so green and it looks so healthy mm, to me. It's probably beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It feels good yeah. going down too. <laughs> <laughs> so what's on tap for today? Okay. So today we are talking about three R's, three R's, the letter R, three words that start with R, and they are regulate relate and reason. And this is in the context of our relationships, probably that's obvious, um, but more particularly in being in conversation with one another in those moments when maybe we're starting to to be feel triggered or we notice the other person's feeling triggered. We're in a meeting and there's not alignment, not agreement happening. And so this is a, a a tip, a theory that was developed by a brain researcher who we'll talk a little bit more about. And it's something that as I think, as you and I break these down and talk about them, everyone listening will be like, oh yeah, yeah, no, that makes I do that. sense. I, I, yeah, I do that all the time. So it's really just having, I think having the language and an understanding around what we're already doing and how to, you know, some tips for uh, perhaps being a little more effective in those moments that begin to feel a little tough, a little tricky, yeah. and I've got a decision to make about how to be, you know, what to do. And I have to say that I don't know, I can't remember ever speaking to someone, a human being that hasn't been triggered in a meeting. Mm. You know, not every meeting, but at some point in time in your the course of going to meetings or being in group conversations, even if it's with friends or certainly around the dinner table with family, you know, Thanksgiving yeah. is a great example. I mean, we're triggered. We're going to disagree whether it's around politics or we could disagree around priorities. We could disagree around the next step to take or, mm-hmm. you know, whether we're going to do something right. or not do something. There's so many opportunities for us to disagree. So the yeah. question is if I'm triggered, does that have to negatively impact the outcome? Yeah. How do I disagree or be in a disagreement without it being damaging to the relationship or to the outcome? Right. So maybe what we'll do is say each of the R's and just describe it a little bit. And if examples come to mind, we can share those. Yeah. I think it's, you know, again, it's going to be very relatable and something that everyone will. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So regulate is the first R. And again, we're this was developed by a doctor named Bruce Perry, who is a researcher in the field of child trauma. Um, so he, these are like kind of brain terms, but you know, they're, they're sort of, they're words that we're familiar with, but we're going to speak about them. What do we mean here in this concept of keeping ourselves in a, in a regulate means to keep ourselves in a calm brain state. So we're regulating our own thinking and we're also just being aware. There's like, we talked about this, I think when we went through the levels of listening with global listening, which is sort of just getting a sense of what's happening in the room you know, there's a regulation keeping the whole, you know, the the room, uh, the environment in a space that is calm and conducive to problem solving, if that's what we're there for, or, you know, create getting to a decision, if that's what we're there for. So regulate, again, means staying in a calm brain state. And, you know, we're only, I'm only 
fully responsible for keeping me in right. a calm brain state, right? And what we want to share here in a moment is though how we can also do our part to try to impact that environment, as I was saying. So how do we then regulate? And of course, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Play we should say, us. okay, wait, wait, listeners, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on the count of three, uh, <laughs> uh, breathe, yeah, breathe, right? And just to be clear, I mean, when we're talking about the need to regulate, it's because as we were, you know, as Jackie, we were just talking about being in a disagreement, feeling like I'm in conflict. My brain is getting dysregulated. You know, we talked about, you use the word trigger normally to talk about that condition, that feeling. And again, this word regulate from a brain perspective, the opposite of that would be dysregulated. So it's the same thing as being triggered. So when I notice that I'm being dysregulated, feeling dysregulated, I take my breaths. I perhaps repeat a positive mantra to myself, speak calming words to myself, and I can feel myself regulating, slowing down, mm -hmm. having access to my whole brain again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think just to give my own experience of that, I, one of the ones that I use often is stay open, stay open, stay open. Because a lot of times when I get triggered, yeah. I want to shut down. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking my heart to stay open so that my ears can hear, you know, where, what the intention is behind what this person just said. You know, I'm, I, I want to really come back into the room. And so yes. I'll just say to myself, stay open, stay open, stay open. Mm -hmm. Yep. Be here. I mm -hmm. like to say that, you know, be here now, take a breath. And I do find myself, I'm thinking more at home that I actually will say those words out loud to the others who are probably so tired of hearing me say that. But again, I, I think just even saying that word, making that intention out loud, um, it's like, it's a declaration, first of all, you know, whether it's stay open or be here now, you know, I'm sort of, I'm claiming it in a way. And so I'm putting those words out into the space between us, which is helpful. And also just my act of doing that, you know, my intention and desire to stay open and be present to you, it does have an impact on you. I mean, I can't control what you're going to do with that, but it's a beautiful thing that we all have these neurons called mirror neurons, which mirror, we are designed to be in relationship, you know, we're wired socially. And so we have these built-in tools to help us do that, um, which is interesting when I would teach this in usually in conflict resolution sessions with clients, I'll have a slide up with, there's a, I have a picture of a girl with a big spider on her arm and that slide will come up and everyone's like, Ew, you know, and you can feel that spider crawling on you. There's no spider on you in that moment. Why do I feel that sensation? That's mirror neurons. Mm, I'm empathizing example. with her, you know, or a picture of a child enjoy, like I have a picture of this little girl holding a big bundle of balloons and just running in a field. And we just, we smile, you know, or we'll play a recording or a video of, of someone laughing and we start laughing. There's nothing funny happening in this moment, but why does that happen? Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the work of our mirror neurons. And so as I'm being intentional to keep myself regulated and to regulate, you know, put that desire for regulation in the space, you know, between us, I have to believe that I'm having an impact on you and on the space. Yeah. I can't control what you're going to do with that. Well, I want to, I just want to say that I remember a time where I was sitting across from a friend, we were at a restaurant and we were talking and I said something. I had no idea 
that it was going to trigger her. Like I, I was completely clueless that what I said, and I don't even remember what it was now, but what I said was triggering. Oh, I remember we were talking about something at work and she reacted like it was, it, it mm. became, it was really strong and really fast, like her outburst. Mm. And, and so in turn, I got triggered. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm saying that because sometimes you could be in a, a situation where there isn't high tension, right. but someone says something that's misinterpreted and they get triggered and then they lash out and then you're triggered. Yes. And so it takes a good deal of intention, like you said, but I think I wanted to highlight that word. It takes intention you know, to when you're triggered to say, wait a second, this it, this feels horrible. This isn't how I want to be. Let me start to self-regulate. It takes mm-hmm. intention, takes a lot of emotional maturity. Yes. You know, I actually didn't use a lot of emotional maturity in that example. I got defensive. I was like, whoa, where is this coming from? You know, mm-hmm. but knowing now what I know, I could have just sat there for just a second and just started mm-hmm. to breathe feel myself in the chair, catch my breath, get curious after a while, like, wow, where did that come from? Yeah. So regulating is, you know, it is, it's a practice, obviously. I I think it begins with intention, you know, in relationships and it does take a a certain degree of emotional maturity. Right. And what you just said is so, it's such a, I think a common experience. And you also just described in a way, these three R's, how they work together, you know, dysregulation happened instantly and you just, you know, you go with it because we can do that to each other. We can trigger each other without really knowing it. Again, those are the mirror neurons working that way too, unfortunately. And then what you said about had you known what you know now, you would have taken a breath, gotten curious. That's the relating part, you know, and why ultimately, why do we bother even knowing and talking about these three R's? The re- the last one being reason, which we'll talk about in a minute, but to get to that point where I can stay in the conversation, you know, we can, mm-hmm. if it's a situation that we are trying to solve a problem together, or, I mean, in that situation, that wasn't the case, but a lot of times, you know, in, in meetings and families, we are trying to create alignment or agreement around something. So ultimately we need to move through these, the two, the first two steps of regulating and relating in order to be able to get back to the thing that we were, you know, the task at hand in the first place. So true. I thought, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday, another client, and she was talking about how overwhelmed she is currently and that this influx of work is coming towards her. And, you know, there was, I think there was a part of her that was realizing she was blaming the person who was giving her all the work, but at the same time, that's where she stopped. You know, she hadn't yet gone back to a place where, okay, let me relate to her. Let me find out what what's going on here and how come it's working this way or not working this way. And so they can come up together with that, a reason, a reasonable way to create the flow of work. Yes, that's right. So relate would be just creates a feeling of connection and care, right. like you care about me as a person. I feel safe and comfortable that you have my goodwill in mind, you know, and it's just taking an interest in you. Yeah. So important. So important mm-hmm. because- And in the relationship, I guess I should say, it's not only about the other person, it's about just preserving our relationship. Right. 
Right. And that we don't objectify the other person, mm-hmm. you know, as in the way or as the way of us getting our stuff done. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, and then we're able to move into the, the third R. I think sometimes in reality, what happens is I've noticed this, the regulate and the relate can almost happen simultaneously. You know, as I thought about this, as I work to calm myself and put positive intention into the relationship, I'm relating. I'm relating and maybe I speak something out loud or I intentionally ask a question in that moment that asks about your perspective, or I notice that maybe we need a break. And so I I offer that as well. So there's ways that I might speak the relating piece, but I think a lot of times it really, it starts to happen already just when I'm regulating. Yeah, maybe. Right. Because when you're regulating, then you all of a sudden become more conscious. More aware. Yeah. 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 And then we are able to move into reason, which ultimately, again, is back to the task at hand kind of thing, which could be the relationship. You know, if it's, it, this happens so much. I see this most in, most in the relationship with one of my children where I, we both, you know, he'll get triggered about something. We both will get triggered and he's getting, you know, very skillful also at the regulate piece and the relate. And then we can move into the reason, which a lot of times is just about our relationship. But what's interesting is in those moments so often when we are dysregulated, and you might have alluded to this in the conversation with your friend at the restaurant, we try to keep, we want to, we jump to reason while we're both dysregulated. Mm-hmm. I want to convince you why you should calm down right now, you right. know, or I, I noticed myself doing that with my son, you know, just calm down so we can talk about this mm-hmm. while I'm completely not calm, you know. <laughs> so we are trying to reason from the place of, you know, we, we try to get there too soon. So the, the sequence of these is really essential. And I think a piece that's important to say out loud is, yes, this might take a minute. It might take five minutes. It might mean taking a break and coming back to the task at hand the following day. And that's okay. Mm. Yeah. I think that the reason here is, is being able to have a conversation about what, not so much what's going on with regard to the relationship, but what did we come together to talk about in the first place? We came together to enjoy each other's company, or we came together to create a process for something. So that's one way that reason would be you know, utilized here, like after we're calmed down, after we both realize we're both people and we're okay, we can get back to the task at hand, as you mentioned. I think one of the things that I'm curious about is in between relate and reason, there is that, maybe that repair piece, Mm. you know, like I'm not trying to add another R here, Mm -hmm. but I, I am curious because sometimes like the, the app, the application of this may go off into a different direction. Like you always interrupt me when I'm talking. You know what I mean? Like that might be an example. So now we have to go off and before we can reason about what we came together for in the first place, we have a little bit of repair to do. Yeah. Yeah, sure. On the relationship. Yeah. You know, and maybe I should say here that we are not Bruce Perry calls this the three R's of relationship repair. So this is a, his model is designed for repairing relationships, particularly, as I said, he's works in child trauma. So if you, if anyone out there listening is interested in learning more about the model in the truest, you know, and how it was created since you can Google Bruce Perry and he's got lots of YouTube videos. He's a great speaker. The way that we're talking about it, Jackie, is not necessarily, you know, we're, we're, using those words and those terminologies, but we're pulling it into the context of our world, you know, of working with leaders. Right. Yeah. So, so sure. If what gets said during those 
when I'm dysregulated. And maybe I say something that then requires a moment of repair. Yeah. So just in that relate piece, it's like insert that mm-hmm. we may need to push maybe pause. Apology. Yeah. yeah. Like push, maybe apologize. It could be, you know, just talk about a pattern that we've gotten into the habit of using with each other. So there's an opportunity there to repair. Yes. And then I think if the space between us is clear, then reasoning is just, yeah, that just that it just happens. Yeah. yeah. So from a brain perspective, when we say reasoning, you know, we're talking about, we've, we've talked about that, the model before of how our brain goes offline when we're triggered. So we're reasoning at that point, we now have our whole brain back online. We have access to that higher part of our brain, which is where we, you know, the skills live, the thinking, the cognitive skills live to consider your perspective that's different from mine, to think through a problem in a new way, you know, come up with a creative solution together, manage my own emotions and and read, you know, read your, our emotional intelligence skills live there. So from a brain standpoint, when we say that word, you know, our ability to reason, you know, that's like all of our higher thinking, all of the executive functioning that we need in today's workplace, you know, we're ta- that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Or in today's family life or, into, you know, it, we're just, there's a sense of urgency and, and pressure that often gets in the way. And so when urgency and pressure get in the way, you know, we, we just, we need something to be able to grab onto like a tool. And that's what these three R's are. You know, now you have a tool, you're, yeah. you're, and you're aware. So that's key because when you know, you can make a decision, when you know, you can make a different choice. And now you can think about it with regard to the relationship that you're in and with regard to the task at hand. Yeah. And I think for me, if I'm taking anything away from this conversation, I think one of the most important things that I'm going to take away is to not try to continue the conversation when I am dysregulated or when I sense the other person is dysregulated. That's powerful. To have the courage to press pause and do the work with myself or with the others, you know, to just just talk about what we need to do to bring this conversation back to a a way that it can be fruitful and effective. Wow. And you know what I just heard in that, I just heard like what modeling Mm. you would be doing for somebody else when you do that. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm watching you need to get yourself together. I remember doing that once with somebody that I work with and something happened. We were both triggered. And I remember saying like, you're reminding me now, I remember saying, oh, wait, we need to and you just pause here. I, I got to catch my breath. I have to, I have to calm down. And so I did name it, mm-hmm. and we were able to, to reason, to get to a another place. Yeah, and then come back and actually talk about the relationship after that. So I guess repair happens. You know, it could yeah. happen in a in a number of different places. So yeah, those are great takeaways, and and a, that's a you'd be incredibly modeling for somebody else. Like, wow, I am watching this person. I watched her freak out and now I'm watching her calm down and now I'm watching her come back to herself. <laughs> and, <laughs> and now I'm watching the beauty of what can happen mm. in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It's powerful. Yeah. So if if any of you listening would comment about your experience with these three R's, we would love to hear that. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you haven't already signed up for the subscription to this podcast, Rethinking Leadership, Serving Fresh Ideas Over Coffee, please do so now. And if there's anyone that you feel would benefit from listening to today's episode, please share. Well, thank you for a wonderful conversation, Jackie. Yes, likewise, Dee. 
We're so glad that you were here with us today, listening to Rethinking Leadership, serving fresh ideas over coffee. You can connect with Jackie Lesser on JackieLesser.com, and you can connect with me, Dee Yarrison, at EssentialShiftNow.com. And we'll see you next time.